A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Steve, the year was 1997. You had the team that year that you just knew had all the makings of a state championship football team. You knew it, the kids knew it, and so did the media. And so they took notice of your team, they came out, and that turned out to be the worst thing for you guys that year. Take me back to that time. What exactly happened, and what was the result of that? Well, Duff, as you said, that year was a magical year for our team and our school and the community. Uh, in 1997, uh, it was the first year that we had switched to the new OAA division, and it was Class A. So we had our hands full with the competition that was in the league that year. And, uh, man, we just, I mean, it, everything clicked, and we were hitting on all eight cylinders. And uh, we got into this thing, man, where we were, First round, we had to play off and, and so forth and so on. First time in the school's history. And uh, kids were playing well. I mean, we were healthy going in. And I thought we had touched on all the intangibles, you know, about the distractions and so forth and so on that comes with success. And uh, that week turned out to be probably the longest week and probably the most disastrous effect that could ever happen to our kids uh, at, at Pontiac Central. Uh, it started with the media. It, it started with the, the newspapers. I mean, we were being covered daily. Practice was a circus. I mean, we were trying to hold practices and, and get our kids prepared and ready. And in between, there's cameras clicking, there's uh, video cameras rolling. We got Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 7, Channel 20, Channel 50 even. And uh, these guys were all showing up, the Oakland Press, the Detroit Free Press, and they're wanting to talk to kids and talk to players. And it was probably the one area as coaches we didn't quite cover like we should have. And that was talking to our kids about handling the press and handling those kinds of distractions. To be honest, it was first for us as coaches. And I remember taking a trip to, uh, it was uh, uh, Central Michigan, and it was Grand Rapids Central versus Grand Rapids East. And uh, I remember watching that game. We were playing the same day. And it was vying for the winner of these two games were going to end up for the state championship. And uh, I remember meeting with the team for breakfast that morning before heading up to Central Michigan. And the mood in the room just was different. I mean, it, it, it had followed a couple of days of when, like I said, the, just the, the attention 
It was, I mean, we were bumbling left, fumbling right, fumbling left. And uh, the kids just did not seem to be into it. And as it turned out, the kids were just kind of caught up in the whole, you know, the whole moment, if you will. They were worried about uh, their carries, their stats, you know, so forth, how they were going to be looked at as, as scouts were attending these big games. And it, it, take, it took away from everything that we had accomplished getting to that point, Duff. And, and I remember it, as I said, going to Central Michigan watching this game. The game was 7-7 seven to seven late in the third quarter, and they were playing on AstroTurf, and I just knew I knew it, Duff, in my mind that we were going to be state champions. And that was probably, you know, probably me getting ahead and maybe distracted on my part. And uh, I just didn't think that team had the speed to, you know, contend with the speed that we had on our team. Well, as it turns out, I, I was probably, I predicted right. Uh, I made a call at uh, halftime down to uh, back to Pontiac where we were playing that day. And uh, we were playing uh, Lapeer. And uh, as it turned out, we were down almost 30 points at halftime. And I, it just, I mean, it blew my mind. And I just knew then we failed our kids as coaches. We did not get their attention in terms of the distractions of the moment. And, uh, and I would tell any coach that's listening to your broadcast and your program, when you're approaching that moment, you've got to prepare your kids for that stage, you know, because it's like, unlike anything else you can, it's different than the regular season. So, you know, and, and I learned from that. And unfortunately, we never got the opportunity in my coaching career to, to get back up on that stage. But I tell you, it was a tremendous distraction all week long. What was your biggest takeaway from that whole experience? The takeaway was that you have to prepare your kids for everything. I was told once, and I hope this goes off right, never assume anything because you know what the first three letters of that word spells. And if you don't do it, that's the end result of the way you're going to come out of it. So you've got to be prepared for every situation. And as coaches, never assume your kids know everything, you know. So the kids, they got a chance to see themselves on TV, but not all the kids got that opportunity. And you were telling me that that kind of soured that whole experience for some of those guys. How did they come away from that uh, and the way that they felt uh, not getting them the attention that they felt they might have deserved? Unfortunately, they understood it after the moment. You know, it was, again, all the things that all the sweat, all the work, all the, the toil that we did getting to that point, the season we had was a ball. I mean, it was an absolute ball. We were clicking on all cylinders. And uh, the kids, I think, they found out that the moment was bigger than the game. And as I said, it, it just caught up with them, and it caught up with them, unfortunately, at the wrong time, you know. What was the conversations with the kids after that loss took place and suddenly the season was over? You've got to be able to handle everything that, be, that becomes before you. And when you come in after a situation like that, a loss as it was, what you have to do is you, you gain strength from that. You, become, you have to be good losers in my mind to become good winners. 
And the fact of the matter is, is that we didn't prepare for it. The other team did. And the fact of the, the matter is, the team that I thought we were going to beat ended up becoming the state champion. So in my mind, they were prepared for the stage. They prepared for the moment. Their kids were prepared. Their coaching staff was prepared. And we weren't. And so I took the loss, you know, in terms of uh, personally on myself because I felt like I failed my kids in preparing them for that moment. Over the years, as you probably expect, Steve, when I'm holding a microphone such as the one that I am right now, when I've got a camera with me, kids see that and they think that this is their chance at superstardom. This is their chance to really shine amongst their peers in the community, to really make a name for themselves so that maybe doors for them can be opened down the road. And I've had a number of kids over the years that have begged me to be interviewed and just like, well... You're not really who I'm looking for. And I think in their minds, when they hear that they're not going to be interviewed or they see somebody else getting talked about, that suddenly that diminishes their self-worth. Did you see a lot of that in the guys that didn't get that opportunity to talk to the big stations in Detroit? I absolutely did. In fact, you know, you overhear things and you kind of, I kind of brushed it off. And I guess I really didn't get caught up in the moment because I was trying to prepare our kids for the game that they were prepared to getting ready to play. And, uh, you know, you hear that. I play it back in my mind now, and I, I hear, I heard the comments. You know, oh, somebody's getting more carries on the football than I am. Somebody's getting more stats than I am. You know, the, the scouts are not going to look as favorable to me as they are to this person. I somewhat found that to be jealousy. I found that also to be almost selfish in a way, because as I said, it takes everyone. I mean, right down to the towel boy. It takes everybody to prepare you to get ready for the big games and the shine on the stage. And it's not just one person. It's not just one person that runs the ball. You have to have somebody block for you. You have to have somebody tackle. You have to have somebody make the pass. Somebody has to catch the pass. Somebody has to make the other players better even when it comes down to practice. You know, you, it takes everybody to go up that hill, to carry that load, to carry that burden. It's not just one person. Just because you don't talk to a kid in the media because that kid doesn't get the interview doesn't mean that they don't have a job to do, then that's not a vital role to the success of the team. So I want to make that part clear when I say that, you know, just because I didn't interview you doesn't mean that you're not somebody important. But after this experience took place in 1997, what was your experiences with the media like after that? Well, at that point, I'm glad you brought that up because it wasn't the media's fault. It was basically, I thought it was, the media was basically doing what they were paid to do. And that was to cover us. That was the pinnacle for our school and our community. It just came down to the fact that I thought we needed to do a better job of speaking to our kids in the same vein as which you just expressed. Look, the media is going to show up for these practices. They're going to show up and they're going to want to talk to you, put your best foot forward and include everyone in that conversation. It's not just about you. Okay, you are the star running back, but star running back, make sure that you address the offensive linemen. Make sure you address the wide receivers, the defense. Everybody did a good job tonight. It wasn't just about me. And if you do that, I think you'll come out the better person in the end.
And of course, if that doesn't work, just show him that scene in Bull Durham when Kevin Costner's teaching a young Tim Robbins character the cliches. I'm just here to help the team in any way that I can. We just got to take it one day at a time. It's a real simple game. You throw the ball, you run with the ball, you stop the other team from gaining yards. I'm paraphrasing there because we're talking about football, but really that's all it comes down to, you know, giving credit where it's due and realizing that you're not a superstar. You're not Marshawn Lynch and some of the crazy things he said in interviews. You're not one of these flashy athletes giving out all kinds of praise to yourself. It's all about teamwork and what it took to get us there in the end. Absolutely, and I think I, I, I spoke to you once before, Duff, about this. After that, I learned one of the things I regularly put in my pregame speeches was, look, guys, this is high school football. Nobody in this locker room has a contract. Nobody ha- is making a million bucks. Nobody has a deal with Gillette razor blades or anybody else. We're all kids learning the football game and going up this hill together. It's fun. And if when it becomes no longer fun for you, this is not the game for you. And, and that's a learning experience right there. Would you like to hear more lessons from Coach Watkins? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. Steve Watkins coached high school football at Pontiac Central for more than 20 years, and some of the lessons that he has learned he has shared with me as a production of my podcast, A Duff Said. If you would like to hear more episodes of A Duff Said, then go to the Podbean app, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.